Hey, did you miss me? Last week you had a week off. We're back with Ask. We're going to answer questions like, is it okay to be an end times prepper as a Christian? Also, concealed weapon in church, yay or nay? You better stay tuned because this is an amazing episode of Ask. Hey, we're back. Welcome uh, once again. I'm Pastor Jamie. We're at Cornerstone Church where we answer questions that you ask. And usually people will submit them through our website, cornerstonebv.org. Go to the media page, drop down, hit ask. Uh, we're down to just a handful of questions. Usually they come in bursts. So if you've been waiting, like, oh, I want to ask this question, anything, life, faith, Bibles, concealed weapons, whatever you got, throw them our way. And we will, don't throw the actual weapon at me, all right? Just, just a question. And we'll answer in an upcoming episode, okay? So the first question, is it okay for Christians to be preppers or even to store up certain goods for an emergency? Um, you know, it's a great question. Uh, they're all great, but this one is, is outside the box a little bit, and, and it's actually something that I was kind of thinking about. Um, I know a few preppers, uh, in, not me, but people in my family and stuff, and, and I've thought, and I don't think any of them are crazy or anything like that. They're not, you know, buying farms and, and you know, that kind of stuff. Not that that's crazy, but you know what I mean, just because they're expecting the end of the world to be next week. But they're doing stuff like the food and, and if we didn't have electricity for, say, a couple months and that kind of stuff. Um, I thought to myself, as a Christian, is that okay, right? Um, so let me first of all tell you what isn't okay. One, um, the, the end timer that you're looking for dates, we've talked about this before, obsessing over who the Antichrist is, obsessing over all of that. It's fine to wonder, it's fine to kind of read scripture and be like, huh, you know, that's fine. But to have it really distract you from what God really wants us to be ready for Christ's return and to be working on his behalf until then, right? If it's distracting you from that, uh, that's not good. The second thing not okay is, is all of that to keep you terrified, right? You're so afraid of the end times that you're going to start storing food and, and, and you're, you're freaking out about all of this. Like that's not why it's promised in scripture. This stuff is there to give us a promise of hope, not to be scared, right? So what is it okay to do? I think it's more than okay uh, to, to have preparations because you're not saying necessarily that the great tribulation is going to happen right tomorrow. You're saying, hey, things are going to worsen and that might include something, now that everything's on the internet grid, like if something goes down, we could have an issue. Um, and, and you know, even looking at COVID, right? Like we, that was a potential issue there. It didn't happen, but so to have some stored goods, to have some of that stuff, uh, I think is is fine. It's probably even wise. I don't have it, but I know people who do. So, um, so that being said, be prepared to share. And I and I say that half in jest, but half serious. As a Christian. Don't store up all the stuff and then say, well, too bad, you morons. That's not how God wants you to act, right? Um, you know, if something does happen and you have, uh, the, the expectation would be for you to share that with your neighbors and those, and it could be an excellent gospel opportunity for you, okay? Good question. All right, is this an amazing episode so far? We're not quite there, but we're gonna do our best. Uh, assuming that God knows everything about our past, well, he does, present and future, as believers, we know this to be true. Why do we have to pray? Ah, that's a question we get a lot, right? And it's a big one. God knows all our thoughts already. Why pray then? And that's that kind of, okay, if God's sovereign and everything's under his purview, he knows what's gonna happen, everything's under his control, what's the point of even praying? And a lot of, of our Calvinistic friends who are very into the sovereignty of God, they struggle with this um, and they often, not always, but they will often struggle with their prayer life because of it, 
right? Usually their answer is, oh, prayer changes us, right? So we pray and nothing's gonna change with God, but he starts to change our hearts to be more in line with his will. There's some of that, but I think the Bible is very clear. James 5:16. the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Um, it's working, it's, it's another translation, it's effectual, right? It isn't just something we do and God's like, oh, it's so cute. Well, yeah, I'm gonna change your heart over here. That's not what happens. Um, I think some of that happens because as we're yearning more for God, as we're communicating and praying and listening and struggling in his word, yeah, our minds and our hearts change to be more like Christ, that does happen. But it's very clear that prayer is effectual, it does something. And so how do you work that, right? How do you work with God knows everything and he's sovereign and obviously my prayers don't get him to go, oh man, I missed that. Thank you for reminding me, Jamie. That's not what's happening. So what is happening? Um, I think the biggest thing we have to be okay with is something called mystery. The Bible, like Paul talks about it a lot. There were mysteries that we now know. Mysteries are things that are true that aren't, uncovered or aren't discovered by, by us, right? So that's why when you have a mystery, you're trying to figure it out. It's already happened, the who done it. you just don't know who done it, and so you're trying to figure it out. So there's been mysteries now revealed in Christ. There are lots of mysteries for lots of reasons. God just chooses, you don't need to know that. Or you, won't, you don't have the capabilities of knowing that. We have to be okay with that. In fact, we should be really thankful. If, if we were like, no, I can handle it all, then that makes me God, and trust me, no one wants that. So mystery, uh, a certain level of mystery, what do I mean by that? It's not just all mysterious, it just means we don't quite understand how it all comes together. The fact is the scriptures are clear. Prayer works, it's effectual. God hears our prayers, God responds to prayers. Also, the scriptures are true that God is sovereign. He's not missing things. He's not like, oh no, like I'm glad you said something. Your opinion, Jamie, about that is better than mine. None of that's happening. So those two things meet together and sometimes that's a mystery how they, they do. Um, we just have to be a little bit okay with that. We just kind of have to be okay with categorizing right? Um, you get in a car every day, unless you're a mechanic and you've built cars, which most of us aren't, I certainly not, I turn on, I drive off, I'm not worried at all. Uh, because I, I, there's a, it's a mystery how that thing's working, but I have confidence it's going to work, right? You turn on your lights, unless you're an electrician, you're probably like, I don't really know how that's all taking place, but I'm confident it's going to work. So we do that in our everyday lives. How much bigger is it with God? And, and so we, we know the Bible says pray, pray, pray fervently, keep praying, pray about everything, and at the same time, trust, trust, trust. And even if God says no, even if God has a different plan, it's a better plan because he's got this and he's not shaking like the wind and the storms and, the, and, and all that. So um, that's my, uh, you know, that's my best answer for that. Okay, amazing yet? Probably not, no. All right, let's try it with this last one. Carrying a concealed weapon to church. Example, a gun. <laughs> I suppose it's a machete? I don't really know. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Uh, but uh, hopefully no one's, you know, getting a duel or something like that. Um, so usually that would mean a gun. Yay or nay? Uh, so pretty simple question. And, and so what I would say uh, to that, um, if you are legally licensed, therefore trained, 
um, and confident and you are legally can have a concealed gun or weapon, uh, whatever other weapon you might have, then, um, then I think it's fine. Uh, it's legal, it's okay. I would give you counsel to say, it's probably not necessary for everyone to do that. We have, our leadership knows several uh, people who, who carry and, are, and have very good training that usually a handful of them are, are here when we're having a certainly corporate uh, gatherings uh, and, and are more trained than others to deal with the situation that might come, come up. Um, so I would say you may, if you're like, eh, I don't really know if I should do this, you're okay not to. But if you do, um, don't be, and I think, I don't think I need to say this, but don't be like showing it off and showing kids you got a gun, that kind of thing. That could really make people feel uneasy and uncomfortable, especially those who aren't as familiar with guns. And that's not what we're looking to do at church. You have that for a reason, protection, or if something happens, which has happened in churches, um, and that's great, but I don't think there's any need to be you know, taking it out and showing people and doing anything um, like, like that. Um, and so, yeah, there you go. Okay, if you have any other questions, cornerstonebv.org, cornerstonebv.org, and go to our uh, media page, ask, and ask away, and we'll answer an upcoming episode. Hopefully we'll see you uh, as we continue our new act series. Uh, so this either Saturday at 5 or Sunday at 9 or 11. Love to see you, especially if you're in the area and don't have a home church. Check us out. We'd love to meet you. God bless.